Let's not make the people wait any longer. Welcome back to the number one podcast in skateboarding, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. Pretty good. It's pretty. 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 Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Vans. Off the wall since 1960. Motherfucking six. <laughs> Exactly what's going on. I'm D Jones. I got the ghost with me. Ants one behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. Still, still. It's episode four. We got a banger this week. Ghost, run us through what's going on. Uh, we got the young buck coming up straight out of Philly, Jamir Brown. You know what I'm saying? Little legend in the making. Yo, but yo, Jamir, where's that switch of crook you promised us? Still waiting. There's an absolute blast talking to the young fella. Continued success. After that, you know what time it is. Post office and rundown. Let's get it. And just like that, another perfect episode of The Bunt laid right out there for you. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live. Subscribe on YouTube at The Bunt Live. Head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash The Bunt. Doing it for the people week in and week out. And boy, oh boy, are we getting excited. Something very special coming to thebuntlive.com very, very soon. Real shit. Matter of fact, that makes me think we should uh, start planning our next uh, Patreon contest as well. Next up, go shout out of the week. What's it going to be? Shout out of the week? Well, Thrasher just happened to post our boy Tom Snape's uh, reverb part fucking, what's that shit called? It was a rough cut, but I swear that there was no bail yeah. in the whole rough cut. It was a lazy rough cut, but we still <laughs> like it because it was bunt what along was Tom Snape. <laughs> yeah, man, he's a pure boss out here. Go check it out. Also, let's give a shout out to Ave, the one and only. Real shit. The switchback nose blunt heard around the world on his classic curve <laughs> green metal bench thingy that was just a thing of beauty um yeah shouts to both of y'all what'd you think about the other two skaters in that video oh i didn't watch it you just watched dave you're in and out i just (laughs) i just saw the insta post man i got too much (laughs) too much shit came out this week man holy fuck ish ish sapita thought it was a single i didn't watch that was it good Shout out Isha Pita's Nolly Big Spin the Bar Hop. Love that trick. Washington. Yo, our boy Dave Bear. Remember him? Nolly Trey Challenge? Yeah. He's got a new part. I got to watch that. I'm just... Dude, there's too much fucking (laughs) popping out here. (laughs) Shout it out, Dave. What a guy. (laughs) Yeah, let's keep it moving, man. Oh, and shout out Grand Collection. They put out a little edit for their Umbro collab. Big things, Aguan. No, they did. They uh, the commercial. Yeah, yeah, the commercial. Connor Champion commercial. Yeah, switchback tail. That was crispy. What you got a problem with that? What do you switchback tail? The the marble wedge. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, I, I guess I called it an edit. It was more of a yeah. That's how. Yeah. Okay. Now, now we're back on the same page. <laughs> so, like we said, Jamir Brown in the building, young goat coming up out of Philly, Palace, DC, part of the DC rebirth. He's running and gunning. Super happy to have him inside Studio E. Hell yeah. And uh, one more shout out I forgot. Lambrusco edit. Our boy KGZ and uh, some heads went to Italy and uh, got some blessed clips. So check that out too. Sorry, people. Just bear with me this week. I'm not feeling great. My mind's all over the place. All right. You got something to say about Jamir? Yeah, he's a fucking beast, yo. Check the edit Morgan cooked up his trailer. Straight bangers. Flat gap killer. Switchback nose blunt legend. Instant legend for that one. Switch front crook and front crook. The handrails. Yeah, palace man, yo. What more what more needs to be said? Shit. Only one thing left to do before we get into the interview. We gotta order ourselves some maker pizza. Order off the maker app on your iOS or head into the stores. Downtown, Queen and Spadina, Uptown, Avenue, and Lawrence. Dog, what's on the menu for tonight? Oh, you know me. I'm a simple man. A man of simple tastes. Dr. Pepperoni's what the doctor ordered. So that's what I'm doing. Maker Pizza. The only pepperoni. And how good really is this? This is literally the best pizza in the world. Oh, it's, it's, it's on another level. I mean... The fact that me and you get beer and pizza for free is not good for our bellies in the year 2030, but until until we fully give up, I'm going to enjoy every slice and every beer. All right, here we go. We got Jameer Brown in the building. What's cracking, big homie? Now I'm up, players, chilling, cracking it up, boss, you know what I'm saying? Just getting it popping up here. Let's go. <laughs> So we start every show off the same, man. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment. Yo, my favorite skate moment definitely got to be like watching Kev Bill do switch trail over bump the can at Muni. Like that was some crazy <sighs> shit. That whole day was just insane. I guess other than that, if I had to go favorite sports moment, probably be a little ass kid going to the uh, Sixers game watching AI play. That was crazy. Damn. I was way up top, but... I got it to don't see matter. It, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's legendary, man. Do you remember who they were playing or anything? Or it was just a, just seeing AI? I don't even know. I was so young, but it was just like the old building, you know, the uh, the Wachovia Center where Jimmy Gorecki skated the rail and all that. And then yeah. It was just like being able to look back and see all that in my head. Just like, you know, that was iconic to this day. I'm glad I got to, to see that as a kid. A memory you'll never forget, man. Yeah. I don't remember who was playing, but I remember that rail. <laughs> <laughs> were you skating already back then uh nah but i started skating like shortly after so i was pretty yeah. like hip you watched iverson play and you're like damn this ain't for me let me pick up a board yeah. <laughs> i recognize that rail <laughs> yeah, tell us a little bit about that switch tray man because that was insane as well i mean that whole day was just insane like we were just downtown skating already and some guy that was skating around, boy named Tor. He was trying to do the switch tray, and no one wanted to set up the bump the can for him, but someone <laughs> set it up. I'm not going to name names, but someone set wow. it up for him. And uh, pretty much it started like this little beef, and we like called Kevin and was like, yo, someone's trying your shit. Get down here. 
And he got down there faster than I ever saw him get downtown before. And I think he had his mom, like, drop him off or some shit. And, like, bro, no warm-up, no nothing. He, like, spanked that shit out on, like, 10 tries in bull face. Wow. Like, that shit was so crazy. And we are all just... He was just, like, the bull started yelling at us, like, you and your friends are gonna go to jail. So we're just like, man, fuck you. Get this shit. Get the fuck out of here. Go home. Damn. Wow. They were trying at the same time? Yeah, they, they were going back and forth. Like, it was, oh like, my. back to neck. And then the boy stuck it, and then Kev stuck it, and we're just up top, like, watching it from, like, the, uh, the top of Muni, and they're in the pit, so we're just like, yo, what the fuck, who's gonna land it if Tor lands it, like, it's fucked up, but, like, I just want Kev to land it, and Kev landed it, and we all just started screaming, and it was just like, <laughs> it was like Christmas, yeah, bro, savage. Did he nollie tray it, too? Nah, that's the homie Tyler Dietrich, he okay, did that. Okay, yeah, because I saw that. We did our nollie tray bracket just last month and someone sent us that one saying we fucked up and left it out because that yeah, one was nah, done perfect that probably was the hardest nolly tray in history because yeah. if you look at kev leaky's nolly crook or nolly anything off that he did nolly crook and nolly half cap over the can mm-hmm. his back wheels don't hit so when he did nolly tray he never his back wheels never hit the the fucking john and he still popped that shit yeah, our bad, our bad. Yeah, we fucked that one up. Whenever we do one of those things, there's always one or two that we miss, and we're like, "Fuck!" But it's hard to build that. I mean, that list, yeah. man. That shit was still fire. You got all of us hyped in Philly, so hell yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I know now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so take us back to the beginning. Where'd you grow up, and how'd you get into skating? I grew up in Southwest Philly. It's the jungle. I grew up, like, right across the street from Bartram Village Projects. So, like, it was just mad, like, just crazy shit going on all the time. Like, I think right before I started skating, like, everyone around me was just, like, having babies and sitting on corners selling drugs. So I was just, like, playing a lot of video games at that time. I probably was, like, five years old, but I was, like, smart. Like, this guy from across the street in the projects was supposed to go to IT, but he didn't go. He was just like taking drugs and shit like that. So he was older and he was like fucking with me at the time. So he told me how to build computers. So I was fucking with that and like playing video games for a little bit, it kept me out of trouble. Hmm. Like I was fighting mad people at that time. Like I grew up mad fast. So yeah. I was just like, nah, I'm gonna kick it in the crib. And through that, I found Tony Hawk. And I was like, oh shit, like I'm gonna play this John and shit tight. And I like kind of asked my mom for a skateboard, and I was like, "Yo, what's up? Let me get one of these like for Christmas. I'll get straight A's, like I promise." <laughs> so it was just like kind of just asked for it, and we went to Kmart one day, and I got one. Shit was tight. Yeah, and I like quit everything, stopped playing with people, stopped fucking playing video games, stopped building computers. Just like I want to skate. It's like six years old. Uh, kept you on the straight path, man. That's good to hear. Yeah, I mean, I still got into shenanigans, but. <laughs> It's different shenanigans now. Yeah, it kept me like forward in a way where I was like, damn, like, I could go do this or I could go learn how to do this trick. Like, fuck it, I want to go learn how to do this trick. Dude, that Tony Hawk influence, man. Yeah, bro. That shit saved my life. For sure. How old were you when you got that first board? I was six. Oh, damn. Wow. Yeah. You're young, man. How old are you now? Uh, 23. I'll be 24 this year. Damn. Young buck in the game, dog. Yeah, yeah, we old sir. heads now. We <laughs> damn old, yo. <laughs> so, what would you consider your first big break in the skate industry? Damn, I guess I could say I was skating. It was like the end of the days of this like indoor skate park. And growing up, I didn't really go to it, but towards the end, I would go to it. So I like knew more people. Probably was like mm-hmm. 
I want to say end of 2015. I had just graduated high school and I was skating with like Asta a lot. And I was just like, yo, what's up, homie? Like, you should send some footage to S for me. Yeah. And he was just like, nah, I got you. And he sent it. And like a couple hours later, he was just like, yeah, Kelly's down to send you like shoes and shit. Like, damn. You'll have shit for you in a few days. And I was like, hell yeah. And that was like sick. my first big break, like Kelly Hart hooking it up at S, him and Don Brown. They really took care of me. That's awesome, man. Big Kelly, the homie. Yeah, holding it down. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about the resurgence of the Philly skate scene. I mean, obviously it never died if you were there, but from the outside looking in, obviously we know it for the Love Park era. Yeah, people just stopped caring, you know? They just didn't have anything to look at. You guys brought it back with the Sabotage crew, but yeah, what's up with the, the bounce back? They did that. I was looking up to them. I just happened to be from Philly and them coming from the suburbs and doing what they did here kind of sparked me you know so Mm -hmm. me and my friends like me and kevin um we were all like real small the rest of iop we were like 13 14 we all met at love and we were just skating in so seeing sour beer and all them do their shit even though they weren't sponsored it was just like they pro in our eyes and we want to be as good as them and it just happened to be like because kev like buying his shoes off ebay and like you know the shit he was doing with instagram coming out everybody just flocked to him so mm-hmm. I just got to see that and be inspired. And like day in and day out, like, fuck Kev getting shoes. I want to get shoes. Like, I'm going to get better. <laughs> I'm going to learn tricks. Because like, I remember the first time I met Kev, he was doing switch hard flip back tails. Like, he's like 14 <laughs> doing switch hard flip back tails on the levels. So I was like, damn, I could tray flip crook, but I can't do no <laughs> switch crooks. Like, fuck, I can get my switch tricks up. So now nah, it was just like Kev motivated me, honestly. And then like once he got his shine, like I was just more motivated to like, find my lane and i just like found that shit and ran with it and then me and him and the rest of iop just kind of like started doing our own thing more making our own little videos even though it wasn't like the best tricks it was just us having a good time and i guess we created our own spark and people just start fucking with it hell yeah what's up sorry what's iop is that your crew yeah infamous love plaza okay it's just like any anyone that grew up skating love anyone that skated love back then like literally on that run skate show shit like getting ran from the cops because we were there when it was like heavy it wasn't like how they had it back then where you know they were already skating the plaza and it kind of started up like no we had it when it was rough and like cops literally tried to kill you for skating like they hated us fucking officer wilkins wilkinson and uh there's this other dickhead uh owens owens and wilkinson (laughs) Like, bro, if, you, if them two cops caught you, they'd beat your ass. You had two black guys. Fuck. They wouldn't give you a skate ticket. They'd take your skateboard, break that shit, give it away, and beat your ass. Jesus so, Christ. It was like war. Yeah. Damn, did they ever get their hands on you? No, nah, I got hit with a nightstick once trying to run away. But, like, oh. I never actually got caught. I got caught one time, and that was because, like, I was in college at this point and I had like all this camera gear for like my photography classes and I was like man fuck that photography gear I can't even get across the plaza fast enough to go get it it was like get caught and get the stuff or get away and not have it so I was just like fuck it like I I just ran and uh, I knew I needed to get it so I like tried to go back for it not thinking that they would know it was mine and brother cop just like ended up grabbing it some homeless guy was like yeah like the cop told me to tell you when you came back like come meet me at the station so i like fuck at this point i'm a grown man but i'm like yo i don't trust these cops like so i called my mom i was like yo come down here with me 
and she came down came down to the like cop station with me and boy like he was known as philly taser you can look up philly taser and he's the guy like that tased this guy at the football i mean the baseball game and uh he's also this guy that we have photos of of him choke holding 13 year old kids with skateboards and holding their skateboard up like a trophy Jesus while he walks down Christ broad street so like this guy was really gnarly and i knew who he was so i was like fuck like yo you gotta come with me like i don't trust him hell yeah and uh, i was wearing this like thrasher uh, like devil like like logo or whatever and he just like was super christian so he just like beat down on me for that and he was oh. just like i'm gonna let you go with a warning but like i don't ever want to see you or like blasphemy again da, 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 da. and i was like <laughs> nah i kind of fuck with what you're saying like i don't fuck with like that devil worshiping and shit so i, I feel you i'll wear thrasher but i'm not gonna wear the devil shit <laughs> Damn, so I got I got off with the, you know, a little Christian talk, but that was the only time I ever got caught. Thank God it wasn't like an ass whooping because I know hell of people that got ass whoopings. Bro, that's scary, man. I I think I would have just backed off Love Park if it was risking. Yeah, well, it's crazy when we hear the stories and like we see in clips of you having to run from the cops, but you never know the like actual severity of it. I mean, it was from, fun. Like, you like, guys want to skate there wrong. every day. Like yeah. it was fun as fuck. Like you yeah. running from a cop is the funnest thrill you'll ever have because if you know you get caught it's fucked but like if you get away you're like laughing about it talking shit like yeah like you know it's all shits and giggles till you get caught but we never got caught for the most part so you've been able to travel and film with brian panabianco a lot give us a story about that legend for the people yo you want to hear something crazy this motherfucker literally brought me out the country for the first time ever like Bro, but it was weird because, like, I was, like, just waking up at some shawty's crib. It was, like, <laughs> January's first. It was January 1st, waking up at some shawty's crib. And she's just like, yeah, you got a text uh, saying you're going to Italy tomorrow. Like, what's up with that? I'm like, I'm going to Italy tomorrow. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and she's just like, here, look at your phone. I'm looking at my phone. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, he's just penny saying, yo, you want to go to Italy tomorrow? And I'm like, are you serious? And he was like, uh... Nah, and I'm like, what the fuck? And he was like, but nah, you want to go tomorrow? I'm like, how, how am I going to go? I don't have money. And he was just like, nah, I got you. Just come on. And like, end up bringing me out to, what, Milan for a couple of days from the January 3rd to about January 13th. And I got to film that like Thrasher Milan Sabo thing. And that was like my first time being a part of like a Sabo video and like being with the homies, going on a mm-hmm. skate trip. Like it was like a lot of first right there for me. So Penny really hooked it up. Bro, you guys killed it in that edit first. That of was all. insane. Faking five oh half cab flip? What the fuck? Yeah, O'Brien is a beast. <laughs> and I've been to those spots, like it's perfect, but it's still tough to skate, man. Yeah, nah, it just sounds good. Like everything out there just feels right. It sounds nice. Yeah. Like the ledges you don't need wax for, you just go a little faster. That shit sound yeah. amazing. Bro, that's such a loose way to get your first trip out of the country the day before. Well, first trip in general. Like that was the first time I ever left Philly on some like, yeah, we about to go film and skate. And to go to Italy is like a very different place. Bro, than America. I was like, what the fuck? Like People speaking Italian, like, you, you can't understand that shit, man. Yeah, no, I was thriving out there. Though. They loved me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was out there thriving. It's a beautiful place, though. I, I went to that. I went to Milan for a little bit. It's a hell of a place to skate. Yeah, you skate MC? Yeah. 
bro, I can skate that place for the rest of my life. It's crazy, man. When I went, though, it was uh, the spot with the uh, ledge over the grate was all fenced off, so I could only skate the... Yeah, it was like that for us. We couldn't skate there until the last three days because they had some, like, uh, Christmas village set up. It was, like, yeah. motherfuckers swinging from, like, these crazy-ass, like, uh, <laughs> skyline swings and shit. We were just like, what yeah. the fuck? I just want to skate. But that station's got, like, <laughs> unlimited spots in the one one little block, man. Yeah, it's insane. Like, they're lucky over there. Once you got back from that trip, did you get the travel bug? Like, were you like, okay, now I want to start fucking going all over the place? Well, I already had it, because when I was, like, working at Nocturnal after I graduated high school, I just used all my money when I get paid to, like, go somewhere for two months, three months. So I'd just be like, yo, I'm going to skate. And they'd be like, it's fine. You got a job when you get back. So Sick. That's yeah, perfect. I always was traveling, but once I got to travel for free on somebody else's dime, yeah. I was like, oh, oh. That changed everything. Bro, I have not been home since. Like, I'm not That's even home right now. Home. I'm in Boston. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah, I'm not even home. I'm never home. Sick, yo, say what up to Eggs Benny for us. You know yeah, I'm going to go skate with him later. Him and Tim Savage and Ben Tenner. Yeah, That's yeah. the squad. Yes, yeah, sir. So you were part of the uh, rebuild of DGK squad, the second coming of DGK. How'd you get involved with that team? Uh, that was a weird one too. It was like, I guess not weird, but it was just random. A little backstory, just so y'all know. When me and Kev was real little, we were skating. We were like, we're going to get on DGK together. We're going to get on DC together. We're going to do this shit. And he was on DGK for probably about like a year and a half at this point. And I was just put out some like bullshit ass like little kid part and uh i was wearing this dgk shirt and i switched front notice lit this rail and brad hit me up and was like yo i like that shirt i'm like yo that's that's what's up good looks and uh he was like you got some footage and i was like yeah i mean i knew he was the tm for dgk but like i wasn't about to be like yo what's up bro like <laughs> like i don't know this guy like that so i'm not about to be all fucking cool like fuck that like, if he want to hook it up, he'll hook it up. But if not, fuck it. So, but he was like, yo, send me some footage. I sent him, like, I think four minutes of stuff that I didn't have put out yet for VX. And he was just like, yeah, like, yo, let's get something going. I got some boards coming to you. And like I was saying, like, at that time, I was just, like, using my skate shop bread to get around. I, f I was like, yo, I'm flying out to L.A. And they had, like, a DGK house. So I flew out to L.A. and I filmed a, a part in two months like that but where the underdogs part no you had some bangers in that part man nolly bigsman over the table was in that right yeah i feel like i was just learning how to do all those tricks though like i literally did all that shit for the first time in that video i never did any of that shit before <laughs> that's so it's trivia time listeners and what's on the line yeah you guessed it a chpo brand box sunglasses and watches delivered right to your very doorstep and it doesn't get any easier than this. What is the meaning of the Swedish word fika? Apparently, it's more Swedish than meatballs, IKEA, and blondes combined. Send your answers into the buntlive at gmail.com and the box is coming to your doorstep. CHPO brand, doing it for the people, just like the bun. You made the move to Palace from DGK. How did that switch come about, and what's it like being on the bougie palace squad, man? <laughs> Your boy ain't so dirty ghetto and broke no more. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Um, but I guess it was like, 
I really natural. Like the last two years, Palace was coming to Philly a lot, and I was just hanging out with them. And I became really good friends with like Chewy and Brooks. And then I was going to LA and I started skating with Lucas Puig a lot. Me and him became friends. So it was just like really tight to know everybody, just on some mm -hmm. homie shit. And I just, towards the end at DGK, like I just had a different uh, vision for myself than I guess the plan that was going on or if there was a plan, whatever was happening, mm -hmm. I just didn't agree with it at the time. So I was just like, I'm gonna leave and like I'm down to leave for nothing. Like I'm just gonna. Oh, so that's how me. it went down. Yeah, and I just, I ended up hitting up Chewy and I was like, yo bro, like, can you like hook it up with like a board or two? Like, I don't even care. I'm not asking to go on a team or anything. I just want to mm -hmm. know if you could like help it out with a board every now and then. Like, sorry, I ain't gotta buy boards all the time. Cause I don't really give a fuck. Like I'm just gonna skate. And if I yeah. gotta buy boards, I'll buy them. I'm gonna buy Polish boards regardless. So I started with that. And then just, you know, like a couple of days of talking, they were just like, yeah, like you're not like gonna be on flow. Like you're not, we're not gonna get you boards. Like you're too good for all that. Like we fuck with you as a person, like you're mad cool, we want you on the team. And I was like, hell yeah, like, let's try to get something popping. And they're like, yeah, look, we'll send you boards and see if you like them. I'm like, bro, I already know I like them, I'm <laughs> buying the boards. I was gonna quit to buy the boards. Like, so I was just like, nah, like I fuck with this. And like, they're asking me like, do you feel like it'll be weird like with Jamal? I'm like, nah, like I don't feel like anybody, I'm not in nobody's shadow, bro. Like I love Jamal. Yeah. Jamal's my like an uncle to me, you know what I'm saying? He didn't spit a lot of game to me over the years and like he used to work at Knock before me, so that's like my elder, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. in many ways, besides skateboarding, but like bro, he didn't help me a lot of ways. So it was it was sick to be able to to ride for a brand where someone I grew up around and looked up to also rides for and like not only that, it's the best fucking skateboard company out there. These motherfuckers get cheddar. And they've been <laughs> fucking amazing. Like, well, what are those flawless boxes like, man? They nice, bro. Yeah. <laughs> bro, people be trying to run on my closet. I'd be like, nah, bro, chill. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the thrift store. Uh, nah, the homies want a little piece off that, dog. Nah, I'd be hooking it up for the homies, of though. Course. I, don't, I don't be selling nothing to the homies. I'd just be like, yo, what you want? Because we ain't broke no more, bro. What you want? And yeah. I'll just get them stuff every now and then. It's what a like, blessing, man. Yeah, because I want everybody downtown wearing Polish stuff. You know what I'm saying? Of course. We ain't on DGK no more. We on Polish. So everybody yeah. in Philly going to rock Polish now. Damn. It's the movement, man. You got to get Kev on there. Yeah. Maybe. That would be nice, man. But if not, he going to hold it down where he at, and I'm going to hold it down where I'm at. Of course. And we still going to be IOP, and we still got DC. <laughs> so we still got some shit to, to do. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up, man. That's a big move. <clears throat> Was happy to see it. I guess it was in your DC part. I, I noticed all the palace gear. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Bless. Yeah, that Man, part was originally, like, done in for DGK. But I was just like, nah, like, what's good? Can I get my footage? And I was like, yo, I'm going to get, like, a couple more clips and try to put something out. I actually got, like, two more minutes of footage. Like, some of it didn't get put in that video. So I have, like, a lot more stuff of me wearing palace gear. And oh, I, was yeah. trying, I was trying to throw it in there. They was like, no, nah, we're going to make it 420. It's already long. So I was like, fuck. Like, we'll get it popping, though. And I was just glad to be able to put some of that in there just so people knew that I was on Polis now. Yeah, yeah, like it wasn't yeah. just like mad DGK stuff in there. And no yeah. disrespect to them. but like, No, it was noticeable. It's a new chapter for me, you know? So I want to I wanna put those guys out there. Yeah. I think you did it right. Appreciate that. 
You're saying you're a footy machine, though, eh? Man's already got two next minutes. Bro, unused. man, I got way more than that. But <laughs> man, about that. <laughs> I ain't no footy machine. I just be chilling, but shit work out, man. I just, we all got our bad days, but I just been having a lot more good ones lately. So Philly's known for the outsider. You know, we just know it as Love Park. Uh, you got to grow up skating there. What type of influence did being there have on you? I mean, just having, like, having City Hall, Love Park, and, like, I guess back then we were, we didn't go to Muni, but just having City Hall and Love Park as a child, like, bro, that was, looking back, it's more iconic than I appreciated it at the time. But, like, there's no place in the world like those two places. Like, the ground, the way they sounded, like, the way you just felt when you popped the trick, the way, like, everything about it was just, like, so special. And mm -hmm. I'm just grateful to have something that a lot of people will never know anymore. And to have every legend that comes from the East Coast and, like, come out of my city, like, even though there's not many, like, you know, they made their art and they did their careers out of these two places. And to be able to, like, grow up there and have it, like, bro, that just meant a lot to me. Like, when they closed Love Park, it was like watching your house burn down. Like, that shit sucked. Mm -hmm. Like, even, like, now I'm thinking about it, I still wake up sometimes. I'm like, fuck, like, bro, I wish I was at Love. I had a dream last night. I was skating Love. Like, oh. fuck. So, I mean, it sucks because it's gone. But at the same time, I'm very grateful that I had it. Because sure. these kids nowadays won't know, you know? Of course. So, yo, you don't have to answer this, but one of your homies, he... he prefers to remain nameless, told us that uh, you tray flipped Love Gap. What's the story there? <laughs> so I tried tray flip Love Gap like uh, three years in a row. <laughs> I used to ollie every day after school <laughs> just so what? I could like get used to it. <laughs> Bro, and uh, there's this video on YouTube if you look up Chapman Brown tray flip Love Gap. <laughs> so I tried to do this shit and uh, I literally, this is probably the second, no, this is the last, very last time I tried it. And I think I like, got close to one off camera. I stuck it and like fell off. And I was like, all right, this is the year I'm doing it. <laughs> and like, someone was like, did you do it? They called me and I was like, yeah, I did it. Cause I knew I was, I was about to do it. I was like, I'm fucking end it. So I'm claiming it. And uh, I ended up just trying it and I caught it perfect, kicked it out as soon as I caught it. And then landed back on it and like broke my board and it fell on my ribs and bruised my ribs. And oh, I couldn't even talk. I'm just like man. walking around like, uh, uh, like I gotta go home. <laughs> so like, bro, it was, it was terrible. Like, but there's video of it. <laughs> Everyone can see it. It's fucked up. Damn. Wow. You want, yo, that's an Ellington tactic. Bro, remember when like Instagram memes were like brand new? There was memes in me, like, yeah. Ja, ja said, I trade flip love. He said he trade flip love again. Then it's just a meme of me, like, flipping in the air. <laughs> <laughs> like, the homies did me dirty, but it was cool because we up now. <laughs> yeah. It's in the past. Right, Bro, you tried, the <clears throat> you tried the Ellington tactic, but it didn't work. He told us when he was doing his first handrail, he lied and said that he did it so that he would, like, be forced to actually do it. Uh -huh. So, but then he did land it. You tried the same shit, like, <laughs> but you got served. <laughs> nah, but it was like I had just stuck it. The homie called me and was like, "Did you do it?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." I know I'm about to land shit. <laughs> oh, that's sick. Wow. Yeah, they they caught me though. I got caught up. <laughs> that's legendary. I like that. 
so you've dropped multiple clips and parts already in 2020 the milan shit the bronze dc video part um venture part bro are you trying to make a run at sodi this year what's good nah i don't really give a fuck about no sodi <laughs> bro i'm just trying to skate have fun and like just make cool parts people gonna hopefully fuck with and look up to for the next generation because that's all i want to do I'm saying any awards I'll take, but I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't running for shit. I don't really care. We gonna put you on our short list, man. Maybe one of these years we gotta drop our own Sodi, man. Yeah. We haven't liked how the voting's been going the last couple of years, so maybe we'll fuck around and make our own, man. If y'all wanna do like a Sodi for Philly, I'll take Philly Sodi. Oh, there we go. But there we go. Shad should have like three in my books. Nah, give yeah, it to one of these skate parks. Tiago should have had one. Yeah, or two. Yeah, or two. Yeah, give yeah. it, give it to one of them boys who's like do contests and skate street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh well, no, Tiago's just on another fucking level, man. And I feel like Shad's falling into that. Like he's just so good every year that they'd pick someone else just cause. Yeah, I just got to talk to Shad again. He came back to Philly. I love that motherfucker. He deserves yeah. Sodi every year. Exactly. Real shit. Give it to someone like Shad. <laughs> so your newest part, the DC part, was an absolute banger. Which ended with the switchback nose blunt on pyramid ledge. First off, take us behind the scenes on that session, and why'd you choose to do it twice? I did it three times. Oh my! Um, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> nah, I did that shit only because Penny was like a year ago. I had did my first switchback nose blunt at Muni, and I just put it straight on Instagram. I didn't even care. I was just like, I just want to do a switchback nose blunt, mm-hmm. like. And I just did it and put it on Instagram and it like blew up. A lot of people were hyped on it. And then we randomly went to uh, New York just to go skate this spot. Mind you, I've never been there before. I don't care. I'm just going because Penny wants me to come and Sour Bear wants to try a trick and we're gonna meet up with Suchu and I'm with Kevin. So like, perfect. I don't really gotta do shit. I can sit back, chill, relax, <laughs> I'm with Kev, so. We go out to New York. It's probably like 12 o'clock at night. We light it up. And uh, Penny's like, first thing he says out of his mouth, Ja, you should switch back nose blunted. I know you could do it. And I was like, nah, you got me fucked up, bro. I've only switched back <laughs> nose blunted like a board length. I've never did six feet before. You got me <laughs> fucked up. And, uh, you know, just fast forward a year later, um, I did this switching with Hill, the street gap. And it didn't come out yet. I did it with this, for this bronze video. It's going to come out. And uh, I called Jimmy at DC. I'm like, yo, I got this photo with the homie. Like, I, like, fucking got this clip. What you think? Like, this John Husky. I'll tell y'all, I don't even give a fuck. Like, ain't nobody going to go do this shit. Uh, switching with Hill. Uh, the street cat that I switched back hill in that part. Oh, damn. Oh, okay. Like, the bricks one? Yeah. So, I, I was just real hyped on it. I did it, like, within, like, 10 minutes. So, I was just like, damn, bro. Like, I did this shit, what you think? And he was like, no, nah, this is fucking fire. Like, I wasn't going to tell you this, but we want to give you your first ad. And I'm like, bro, Ooh. what? I, like, lost it at the spot. I was like, <laughs> send me to New York right now. Give me an Amtrak ticket. I know what I'm about to go do. And in my head, I just knew I wanted to go switch back and nosebunt that thing. So Damn. I went there with uh, Matt Velez and a few of the bronze guys. And originally, it wasn't for the, the part. I just did it. I told myself I'm going to go. I'm going to run up no less than five tries and I'm just gonna do it and I think I battled it for like a good hour or two you know like it was easy like to 
mentally get it started. I just said, fuck it. If I fall, I fall. And I just thank God I didn't get hurt. Like, I never fell out real crazy or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just in control. And I, like, was like, cool. I like this shit. If you go on a bronze 56K, you can see all three. But um, I did that. And then I made it to the edge of the sidewalk. And I fell off my board. And I was like, mm-hmm. bro, I rode, like, 20 feet. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And I like in this clip, you see me like going off, like I'm mad as shit. I'm snapping, like, but I'm happy at the same time because I switched back and I was going yeah. to the ledge. So I'm like, fuck. Like, I sent it to Kayla. So I'm like, bro, does this count? Like, what do you think? <laughs> and he was like, bro, that fucking counts. That's so sick. Da, 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 da. You get the best trick ever. Like, like going off and like I slept on it. I was just like, bro, fuck. I gotta go back. Like, I'm not happy with this shit. Like, I. I can't, like, this is the best trick I probably ever did. Like, I can't, like, fucking, just fucking accept that I've rolled off the curb and stepped off my board. Like, no, nah, I gotta, I gotta G that shit out. <laughs> so I went back two days later, and uh, Petty was like, I'm coming up. And I was like, word, I'll, I'll wait for you. And uh, he drove up to New York that morning, and I met him there. And I was waiting for Mike Heikola to come to shoot the photo. I was like, bro, where you at? He didn't answer his phone. So I said, fuck it. And I did it in like five minutes. And I did it like, that was the long lens one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, like, it was weird. I, I definitely did it, but it was like, whatever. Like, I did it the way I think I could do it best. And then Mike pulled up as I'm riding away. And I, after I did it in like five minutes, I'm like, fuck, like, I don't want to do this again for a photo. Like, can't we just use the one from the other day? <laughs> like, trying to get out of it. And he's just like, nah, like, you got this, bro. I believe in you. And uh, that was the one that ended up being... Oh, no, the fisheye one was the first one. And the last one was the long lens one. That was, like, the best one. Mm-hmm. And Mike Heikula kind of brought that out of me. He was just like, yo, you got it, bro. Like, just poke it more, poke it more, poke it more. And I just kept trying to poke it. And then ended up just poking it the whole fucking way. Damn. Yeah, he yeah. brought the best one out of me. It was so sick. Bro, that last one, the long lens one from, yeah. like, up top was fucking nuts, man. It's flawless. Yeah, it felt unreal. Like, when I was in it, I was like, bro, I'm <laughs> sliding too good. Like, I'm just standing up. And I was just like, if I fuck this up, I'm going to have to go home. Like, I can't not fuck this up, bro. I can't do that. So, That's yeah, crazy. I just popped out. And I just knew it was the one. Dude, the feeling of getting off the curb must have been the best, too. Bro, yeah, I just was like... Uh, like I made it <laughs> I didn't yeah, I'm done <laughs> Better not hit any Fucking pebbles here Bro I like Didn't even have Like an emotion At that point I was just like I felt like Out of body yeah. I was just there <laughs> Yeah bro That's a That's a life hammer At a legendary spot A legendary spot Yeah I never 50 that joint Neither No warm up <laughs> bro I just did the trick <laughs> That's even better Yeah so we're going from one of the best tricks and cleanest trick selection things you've ever done. Now we're going to flip the script a bit. We love talking about illegal tricks here at the bunch. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I mean, your trick selection is on point, but in Beware of the Underdogs, you hit us with the nose manny revert to switch nose manny fakey flip out. Yeah. Uh, you, you still rocking with those now that you're not on DGK or what? Nah, we ain't rocking with those. Those. <laughs> Y'all know why I did that. Like, I keep it a whole buck. Like, growing up, only reason I got into skating is because Stevie was, like, my favorite skater at mm-hmm. the time. Like, I looked up to that motherfucker. And uh, he did that trick in a video without the flip out. And I was like, damn, that's sick. So I'm going to go do the flip out. And, like, I just learned it that night. 
Was it his last trick in one of the videos that he yeah, did? Like, he, he did fakey it. hard out. Yeah, he did fakey hard out. Was that parental right. advisory? Yeah. With his, like the weird insane ender. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a Stevie trick. Yeah, so I was like inspired in a way. And I was like, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, nah, we ain't doing that. I mean, maybe if the spot calling for it. but Nah, I'm don't do that. No, no, no. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're nice. Yeah, we that one in the past, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just hit him with yeah, the, the switch nose, man. He's good. Yeah. So, we heard a crazy story about something that happened to you at Muni because you pushed Switch Mongo, man. What's up? Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, so, originally it happened at Love. And uh, it was like the last days of Love. I'm not even going to bring idiot's name up. I'm not even going to give him that much energy. But it was like some dickhead who was like a little older than me. And now he's like way older. He's like eight years older than me. And... On Instagram, like, we were mad cool before this. Like, he was just an older guy that I thought was, like, crazy. But, like, you know, he was cool. He could skate. He could fucking switch foot back down and shit. So mm-hmm. I was like, whatever. Like, he's cool peoples. And one day, he just, like, came at me on Instagram. It was like, yo, fuck you. Da-da-da-da-da. Stop pushing Switch Mongo. You look like an idiot. All this weird shit. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? I literally commented, like, wait, what the fuck? Like, bro, mm-hmm. are you joking or are you serious? Like... Cause if you serious, you could have just said the shit to my face, like you being real weird right now. Like I thought we was homies, like, yeah. like I was just thrown off, and that was like kind of the end of it. And then uh, last days of love, I got snuck. Like I don't even know if I got hit with a board. Like, I had so many layers on. I don't know if I got hit with a board. Someone punched me, or like I don't know what happened. But I'm like in a crowd watching people skate the gap, and next thing I know, I'm sliding twenty feet across the tiles. So I'm just like, what the fuck just happened? I look up and I see this boy r- taken off, like running. So I chase after him. They're like, I'm going to try to kill him at this point. Like, I'm literally going to beat his ass until he's host- in the hospital. Mm-hmm. But like everyone at Love just tackled me. and was just like, no, nah, John, no, nah, like, don't do it. So fast forward two months later, I let the shit go. Like, I'm not even worrying about it. And I, someone's like going around telling me, yo, this boy is looking for you. Like, he's trying to fight you. I'm like, bro, like, what the hell? I'm not even worrying about him. He ordered me. He got a problem with me because I way I skate and I don't care. Like, yeah. Why is this still a thing? And I seen him at Muni and he was like, so what's good? And I'm like, bro, why are you still worrying about that? Like, I'm not even worrying about that. You, mm-hmm. why are you worrying about that? And, I was like, you punch me, supposedly, and I'm not even mad. I'm like, fuck it. Just leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. But so he spit in my face. What the fuck? And at this point, I just black out. Like, For I'm sure. like beating his ass and fucking literally like going the next thing I remember is like some old lady just like, don't do it. Don't do it. Like, I'm like grabbing him by the throne over the wall at Muni. Oh, oh my and, God. And like, thank God I didn't do that. But like, I was just like. I looked at him in the face and like both his eyes were just swelled up like this, like he couldn't see. So I was just like, damn, I, I know I beat his ass, but like, bro, I don't remember. I just remember getting spit in the face and then being like, I'm killing him. Like I just yeah. saw red, like For I just sure. didn't see yeah, color you don't anymore. Even think about it wow. That. Yeah. So I was fucked up, man. Like <clears throat> the only thing, I mean, I don't know who it is or anything, but the only thing I can think is pure jealousy. Yeah, man. it's jealous of the grind, man. Yeah, I mean, but at that time, I wasn't even, like, sponsored or anything. Like, I was oh, just some shit. fucking kid. Yeah, I, I was just working at the skate shop. Just some regular-ass kid. Like, yeah, I wasn't getting shoes from anybody. Probably was still wearing, like, slightly less baggier pants. Like, yeah. bro, I was fucking some weird-ass kid from Southwest Philly still. Like, nobody knew wow, who the fuck I was. Up, In dude. that case, I have no 
I have no guess or theory as to why that That's happened. That's what I'm saying, bro. The man just lost it, yeah. It's fucked up that you like let the first one go too. It's like That's what I'm saying. It's done. It's gone, man. Like let it go. You already hit me. Fuck off. What he got what he deserved in the end, man. Like, bro. It's not that like I'm a coward and thing, but it's just like, bro, it's not worth it. Like, fuck no, like this. especially like inner city like skate beef is like the worst shit ever. Like that's the last thing you want to like pull up to a spot and see someone that like you're just trying to skate and then you got beef with them for no reason. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's like that for me right now, and like I don't even have the beef, but people have beef with me, and it's crazy. I'm trying to get bread. I'm trying to skate. I'm trying yeah. to travel. Like I ain't got time for like the bullshit. You want to bullshit? Do that shit over there. But if you want to yeah. make some money with me, we could do that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel right now. Well, yeah, he ain't doing nothing now. He ain't doing either. Mm-hmm. He not even around no more. Don't nobody care about fool. <laughs> <laughs> For good riddance. You have a pretty crazy story from when you were a baby, two years old. You uh, had heart surgery, and uh, you weren't even supposed to be skating to this day. What's the story there? Well, it's actually two days old. Like, oh. Bro, I was two days old. And like my pretty much like the story goes, my dad was like, yo, something's not right. He's like purple. We should take him in to the hospital. My mom was like, nah, we could take him in the morning. And uh, my dad was like, nah, we got to go like right now. And uh, they took me and I immediately had like open heart surgery through the back because I was like two days old. I wasn't even small. Like, it was too small to have like mm-hmm. surgery through the chest. So I had like heart surgery. And then, uh, you know, just having that my whole life there, just like, yeah, like, probably won't be able to do, like, sports or you shouldn't do, like, this. I'm supposed to just be, like, some kid that collects, like, a, a state check every month, pretty much. But I wasn't down for that shit. Like, I wanted to be out doing stuff. So I was always just running around the neighborhood. And uh, I was skating at this point. By the time I'm 12, they're just like, yeah, like, you probably won't be able to skate your whole life. Like, you should think of stuff, other things to do, like... Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, nah, I'd rather die. Like, 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 fuck that. Like, this is the only thing that like I love. Like, I'd rather die. At this point, mm-hmm. I didn't see people get their heads blown off and like all kinds of crazy shit. So I was just like, this is the only thing that makes me like happy in life at this point. Wow, that's crazy. What what was wrong with like? <clears throat> what were the complications when you were a baby? I mean. Pretty much, if you ever heard of like a, a coordination of the aorta, is what it's called. But uh, my aorta, which is the main blood vessel where your blood go back to the rest of your body from your heart, mine kind of like pinched itself like this. Oh. So they had to cut this side and they had to cut this side, and there's like a man-made fiber in there. So my heart beat twice as fast as everybody else's. Because it was fighting to get the blood out. Yeah. So like even to this day, like when I'm skating down the street. You skating one mile, I'm skating 10 miles. So, yeah. Do you, like, feel any of it today? Yeah, I always feel it, but to me it's normal, so I don't know anything else. I don't know how to compare it. But, like, right. if we walk up six flights of stairs, yeah, I might be the last person. I'm I'm telling everybody, yeah, go around me. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, hey, like, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to make it. <laughs> yeah. But, like, where that, just, like, skating around all day, like, I definitely noticed it, but I try to eat better and shit, so... That's technically crazy. still healthier than the normal person so i'm good dude you looking good man i just had a baby who uh he's two weeks old yesterday and just to think of him at like two days old is it's like they're so small man mm-hmm. like you were like you say you just had a baby 
Yeah. Congrats, man. That's what's up. That's wonderful. Thank you, man. Two weeks old, but him at two days old, like... Man, you lucky I'm not home. I would have put my mom on the phone and let her tell the story because yeah. she be crying and shit. Like, oh, my God. Scary, like, for man. her, it was painful. Like, like I guess, like, seeing your baby with their back wide open and, like, six yeah. tubes oh in them and God. telling them that they'll never live a normal life. Yeah, it's kind of fucked, but... Now I'm like doing these crazy things. I don't have to work. I can just skate. I travel all the time. I fucking ads and magazines. And and I just proved every single thing about my life wrong that was planned. So, Dude, power to you, man. That's epic, man. The miracle baby. Yeah. Yes, sir. Doing yeah. it for Palace in D.C. Yes, sir. <laughs> we <laughs> out here. Many others. Yo. We got a fat list of sponsors, dog. Can you tell us the story about the time you got chased around in Inglewood? Oh my god, damn. <laughs> the homies are telling y'all everything. <laughs> Fuck. So you know that, that spot where Tiago does uh switch back tail, switch flip, switch back tail? It's like a, a green bleacher spot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So we were skating over there and uh this is like my first time to California. I've flown out. I'm staying at Kelly Hart crib, but he working, so I'm with my homies from back home. It's me. This kid, Harry from New Jersey, New York, um, and then this uh, this boy who, another boy I don't fuck with no more, but this boy who's like a legal citizen, he has no papers, so it's just three of us, this, this kid who looks preppy and has money, this broke kid from Philly, and this fucking illegal immigrant, and we're just skating together, and a van that looks like Scooby-Doo, so like... <laughs> We end up there, we're skating, and I hear a loud bang. And if you know the spot, you know there's like an expressway right there. So me being me, I'm like, I'm gonna check and see what happens, see if I can help somebody. So I stick my head up, be like, oh shit, I don't see nothing, fuck it. So I go back to skating, and then I notice like um, some golfers. So I'm like, fuck, like some of those golfers probably hit like a ball into the expressway. Hmm. 20 minutes later, some bull pull up, and if you know the spot as well, you know, like, the ledges are right here. There's a big fence right here. And then there's a baseball field. On both very ends of this diamond, you can get around. So he had to walk past us. Like, he could have went straight to us, but he decided to walk around to the other side of this baseball field. So he can, like, we're on this side of the fence, and he's on this side on the baseball field, and we're on the ledges. He just, like, pulls up this shank out of his pants, like, bro, it looked like a crowbar that he shaved off, like. Like a real crowbar, not no mini shit. Like I mean, like Jesus. a good like, like two and a half foot crowbar, like bro. And he shaved the end off, so I'm like, fuck, like this is real shit, and it's on camera. Like we have this shit on film. Wow. So we're just uh, he's like, yeah, what the fuck, you throw your skateboard at my car for? Da, 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 da. I'm like, bro, fuck, you talking about? <laughs> like <laughs> if I threw my skateboard at your car then you would have had my skateboard. Like, you're on the highway. Like, it would have went through your window and you probably would have fucking banged out. You probably wouldn't be yeah. driving right now. So, like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? So we're going back and forth. It gets a little calm, cool, and collected. And then he's just like, I'm going to kill you, blood. Da -da 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 -da. Oh. And mind you, I'm wearing, like, 3XL Grace Champion sweatpants, one leg rolled up, a 4XL white T-shirt at the time. And, like some all black shoes so i kind of look like i'm in a gang i think i don't really know <laughs> this is my first time in la we don't got gangs in philly so i don't know so bro next thing i know this motherfucker started trying to reach around the john and i see the 
the the uh the illegal bull started running. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm running. And then Harry started running, so we just all running and I see them two start walking up the uh the bleachers or like these this four block to go to where the expressway is. And you can either go right to the expressway or you can go left to where our car is parked, but our car is parked right next to his car. So I'm like, fuck that. I'm going this way. And I just start sprinting across the highway, hopping over cars and running around cars on the highway. And then like on the other side of this highway is these super tall fences where like these houses are. And I'm just like ripping, throwing my board over, ripping my clothes, like fucking just like running for my life. Just like in my head, I'm like, I'm in a movie. This is how I'm going to die. I can't die like this. I got to get away. And bro, I hate to do what I did, but like it got to a point where like, I'm hopping over fences and people are like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm getting chased by blood. <laughs> I gotta go. And they like, all these people getting mad at me because they don't want no parts or no problems. And I'm like, that's how like I started to realize, like my eyes started really opening. I'm like, bro, this gang shit real. Like people not even trying to help me. They like, nah, I don't want no problem. I want no problems. I don't want no parts. I'm like, bro, can you just call the cops? Like, I'm not trying to die. I'm not from here. I don't even know where to run. Like, I'm not trying to run into the neighborhood where these niggas be at. Like, I don't know yeah. nothing. So I'm just like, fuck, like, I don't know what to do. And I'm just hiding out in some random person's backyard. And uh, every time someone sees me in their backyard, I like hop two fences and go into someone else's backyard and like hide oh, out for a little fuck. bit. And like everyone in this neighborhood is getting mad. So. At this point, I don't know what to do. I try to call my friend Harry and no one answered and that shit scared the fuck out of me. I'm like, at this point, I don't know what happened to them. And then I got a call back from Harry like, yo, like he got us. Da, 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 da. I'm like, holy shit, like what the fuck? Like, like, and then the, you just hear the ball like going off and I'm just like, fuck, like my friends are gonna fucking die. <laughs> like at this point, I'm not laughing, but like looking back, I'm just like, bro, like I'm, I'm thinking my friends are gonna die. Like, yeah. like it's fucked. And, uh, I just like the boy takes the phone. It's like, yeah, where you at? Like, I don't. I want you. I want the black boy. I want you. I'm gonna come kill you. Like, I know where you be at. I know. I'm like, what the fuck? So I hang up immediately. (laughs) And uh, at this point, I don't know what's going on. So I try to call my friend back, and I hear him like rustling over the phone. So I like hang up again, and uh, supposedly at this point, what happened on the other side is. The homie took my friend's phone was like, yeah, give me your phone. I'm going to go find him. And he drove around this neighborhood looking for me, but he couldn't find me. And then he went back to my homie, gave him his phone back. was like, call him again. Call the black boy again. Call him right now. So I'm just like, I'm just like, at this point, just like, what do I do? Do I call the cops? Like, I don't, I really don't know what the fucking do. Like, I hate to call the cops, bro. Fucking yeah, don't, don't want to call that. the cops. So I'm like, but I don't know what to do. I'm like, this is like life or death. Like, it feels like, mm-hmm. like my home. This is my homies that can't really do shit because one's illegal and the other one has probably never been in a situation in his life. I've been in so many situations and never <laughs> depended on the cops. And now I'm like, I gotta call the cops. <laughs> so I end up calling the cops and there's like a helicopter in the air in two seconds. There's like all this shit going on and like all these cops pull up to me and they take my phone and they're like calling back and they're like, yeah, come here right now. Like, come here, like, come get them. Da, 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 da. And like, I'm like, can y'all get me out of here? And they're like, nah, like, <laughs> you got to stay right here. We want him to come. I was oh, like, oh shit. shit. And uh, I knew it was real because my homie was like, yeah, bro, he had like three guns in his car and his girl was there. So like, it seemed like he was just doing anything to try to please her. And then he said towards the end, he was like, yeah, bro, like, 
He even told me that he knew he didn't do it, but he had to get somebody to pay for it. Oh, oh my And he was God. like, yeah, like, I just need somebody to pay for this shit. This fucked up, man. Da, 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 da. And he said, as soon as he saw the helicopter there, that's what he started saying. And then he was just like, all right, like, man, fuck this. Y'all drawing. Like, somebody got paid for this shit. And he got in his car and drove off. But he sounded real sad, he was saying. So it was like, he was trying to press us into paying him. But I feel like if I didn't have money, he probably would have still tried to do some shit to me. Yeah. I was ready to jump Jesus him. Christ. I was ready to jump him, but like I seen the one motherfucker take off running. I'm like, I'm not about to stay here. <laughs> like I'm dipping too. Yeah, once one person that. runs, that's like your instinct. I was down to to jump him, but so what happened? Uh end up calling the boys, the boy dip. Um the homies ended up meeting me at a gas station, the cops drove me there and then like we were fine from there on. But like I have never went back to that place again. Like Kelly Hart and like Mad pros are like, yo, we're going here. Like, come, child. Like, because they know what happened. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. Like, I'm not ever going there again. Let's skip that spot, yo. Meet yeah, I'm just, I'm cool. Fuck that spot. Then let's just suck anyway. Like, they grind good, but they too small. Fuck that shit. Did, did the cops fucking get the guy, though? Nah, but they told us. They were like, yeah, like, you're in a bad gang area. Like, people get shot and robbed over here all the time. Like, in that little place we were skating at. So I'm Shit. I'm thinking like, but it was nice because we were just talking to like a marine vet, like, you know what I'm saying? All these people playing golf, like it's California, this houses on fucking mountains and shit. Everything looked fucking bougie and nice. So to actually like experience that, bro, I was surprised. I was just like, everything crazy, looks nice. Man. Why are you mad at the clothes I'm wearing? Like, bro, everything nice here. Your house don't look like it's been shot up six times. Like your house look like. A movie you got a front yard and a backyard i have no yards fucked up <laughs> yo wow man that was a a wild story <laughs> yeah la is wild bro they gotta chill with the gang shit there's yeah. too much opportunity out there. at least it ended in an okay way yeah i wish i never got the call to cops but like at yeah. least the homie's still alive i was scared for their lives man hell yeah oh okay tough to wrap your head around that and keep it moving yo that was insane yeah it's crazy right <laughs> But we hit up your homie, Matt Velez, for some intel leading up to the interview, and he blessed us with a couple questions. Let's just fire these off rapid-fire styles, all right? All right. Tell us about your first White Claw. Oh, shit. Bro, we were skating 30th Street Legends, and I got, like, six lines. I fucking... (laughs) Bro, I got fucked up. But that night, I was throwing up like shit. So it fucked you up. Yeah, it fucked me up, but I got good clips. What was your least favorite hike? Oh, bro, fuck. We went like, we went on the, they took me on this random trip because I was, this is the first time I really started hanging out with Brownsman. We were like, let's take a, a day off and go to upstate New York. And we go hiking, bro, and I've never been hiking. They're like, yeah, it's like a 20 minute walk. We hiked for like an hour and a fucking half uphill. <laughs> and then we had to hike all the way back and it was starting to get dark. And everyone that knew where we were going were like slightly ahead of us. And so it was just a group of us behind that don't know shit about the woods. And we're all just like, yo, yo. <laughs> and all you hear is, yo, yo. Like real faint in the background. So we're just like, oh, we should go that way. <laughs> oh my God. Bro, I thought, I didn't know what was going to happen, but it was fun. I love them motherfuckers, bro. They, they dope people. Uh, what's good with the bugs in upstate New York? Fuck bugs. Bro, I hate spiders. <laughs> I absolutely hate spiders, bro. And everywhere I looked, there was like a new kind. Like, I was like losing my fucking mind. 
What's good with Donald Duck's orange juice? That's the best fucking orange juice <laughs> in the game. Get it at your local Dollar Tree. <laughs> and last one. Uh, water ice versus Italian ice. Water ice. What's up with Italian ice? We not doing that shaved ice shit. <laughs> come to Philly, come fuck with me. Go to Fred's Water Ice. Bring $5, you can get some for you and the gang. Get some warm pretzels with cheese on it. I'm saying maybe even like a, a, a pretzel, pretzel, uh, what's it called? Uh, a pepperoni pretzel or, uh, you know what I'm saying? Some fried Oreos and a, and a fucking mango water ice. All right. Fuck that Italian ice shit. <laughs> um, so you guys in Philly brought back the kids from the early 2000s, fat DCs, baggy jeans. You see it everywhere again now these days. Was it always like that, or, or did you guys bring that back? Mm, I mean, we never stopped. Like, even when we were, like, little kids and we were inspired by, like, Chris Cole and shit like that, like, bro, we still had our, like, we would wear skinny jeans, but we also wore big pants. Like, we wore everything. Because, like, <laughs> no one could afford shit, so you just got what you got. Like, oh, mom, I need some for this fucking school occasion. All right, here's some nice-fitting pants. And then you skating them, or like, yo, I need something to like go to this family fitting, or I got some baggy pants, and now it's like, I skate and everything because that's all I had. Like, fuck it, you know. But, bro, my uncle—that's my inspiration. My uncle wore like, he always had a Nike tracksuit on. He always had like a fresh white tee from the Poppy store, which is like a corner store. Uh, two bucks from the Poppy store every day. Two XL long. It had to be long, past the waist. <laughs> and then he always wore like. 2XL Nike track pants with J's or Jordan 1. So I was like, bro, like, I want to be like my uncle when I get older. Mm-hmm. Swagged up. Yeah, when I got bread and I started earning some money, I started buying clothes like my uncle. And now I still dress like that. But bro, sick. that Philly look, the baggy pants and the big DCs is like inspired people all over the world now. It's man. dope. That shit looks good. There's people good. dressing like they from Philly all over the place. <laughs> hey, well, hey, if, if y'all saying it's like Philly, we'll claim it. Yeah. I think it's like Kalis, but I take it. Yeah, definitely yeah, Kalis. Yeah, but that's Philly. OG. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but he brought it from Michigan. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, yeah, he Philly. He Philly more than anybody, I guess. He he didn't fucking made the city what it is. Damn near. If it wasn't for him, it wouldn't be no Stevie. Mm-hmm. We all know the story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And if it wasn't Crazy. for that, it wouldn't be no us. So. I think I got Stevie on the wall right behind you. You see him there? Yeah, I see him. Look at that legend. Switchback tail? Switchback T and some random Nikes, man. <laughs> up, up on the wall beside Picasso. Yeah, that's just some Philly shit, too. Like, skating in shoes that aren't skate shoes. Like, mm-hmm. Matt O'Hare skating Thames and, like, boots and shit like that. Like, yeah. That's normal out here. Mm-hmm. I used to skate in woo wear in high school, man. You did fashion over function, man. We still skating in woo wear. What you stop for? <laughs> I should get back on that shit. Um, yo, can you give us an update on the goat Dylan Sourbeer? Uh, he chilling. I think he's doing well. He's just working. He got his two kids. He's just always with them, or he's out skating with me, shooting the shits. We were skating a few days ago, just like. Just like bombing hills and Manny Young and like uh, skating Muni, classic shit. You know he should be pro and all, but he not. But he good. Yeah, he, he should He's be. He's a boss, man. Yeah, Un- kind of underground, but always hyped to see new clips of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He just like 
a regular boy, man. He don't give a fuck about shit. He just wants to skate <laughs> and see his kids and travel when he can. That's what's up. Yeah, he's a simple guy. Hell yeah. So what's up next, man? Man, I'm trying to go pro. Woo! I'm trying to get that palace board. But I got to earn that. So I guess I got some more work to do. So I'm going to keep doing me and uh, see what we get next year. But you well on your way. Yeah, I'm aiming by the end of 2022. I got a name on a board. I'm going to keep working hard, though. Hey, man, you keep stacking clips the way you have been. That's good to hear, man. It's definitely in the cards. Yeah, four years ago, I said I was going to be right here, and now I'm here. So I'm just going to say half that now and put myself to work. Let's go. That's what's up, man. I love it. Yo, yo, yo. Y'all know what time it is. It's Rapid Fire with the Ghost. And as per usual, it's an honor to be brought to you by Dickies. This week, we talking the loose fit double knee work pants, your favorite skater's favorite pant. You already know they come with reinforced knees, multi-use pocket on the right leg. They resist wrinkles and they got that easy care stain release. Man, D Jones, you already know I'm out here in these loose fit double knee work pants, keeping it fresh from the office to the streets. All right, Ja, you know what time it is? A little rapid fire. Favorite skater? Kevin Billy. Yep. Favorite video? Photosynthesis. Favorite video part? Kevin Billy, Cybo 5. Favorite style? Baggy. <laughs> <laughs> Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? I don't even want to answer that question. <laughs> Fuck. Alright. Alright. I'm just gonna say it. Stevie Williams inspired the way I skate, but I don't know that bull. The way I thought I'd do that bull. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth. Dylan Sauerberry, Kevin Billiou, Brian Pinabianco, and Chris Follow. Favorite trick? Switchback tails. Hardest trick for you? None of them on a good day. Oh. <laughs> Let's go. Most illegal trick? Body variables. Fuck that shit. Don't ever do that shit around me. <laughs> Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Switchback tails, switchback side flip on the stage. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed? John just do that ollie over 50 50. That was a thrasher cover. Oh. That shit could have impelled him. <laughs> the pole jam thing, right? Bro, that shit was big as fuck. Like, no one... We were, like, bending that pole. Like, <laughs> bro, that shit was fucked up. I'll give him that. That Kev switch tray and, like, just watching Ishad skate Love Gap back in the day for fun. Like, no camera. Probably, like, Jesus. the three gnarliest things. Yeah. That cover's fucked up. What's the one trick that got away? I just tried to switch frontside nose grind this hubba in uh, Cincinnati. I'm pretty sure y'all all know the hubba, like the famous uh, photosynthesis hubba, Danny Renat back nose blind. Mm. I just tried to switch nose grind that, and uh, bro, I literally tried it for like an hour. My ass felt like I had two B-cup titties on my ass by the time I was done. Like, I just had to give it away. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I just kept like, getting shot to the ground like try to ride away and just like 
get sent off my board. I just couldn't ride away for some reason. Damn. Maybe too many trips this summer. I gotta chill. Legs <laughs> get sore. What's the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed? I guess I could say I have my own biggest bunt. Fuck, I fucked up with that tray flip down love gap. <laughs> <laughs> I call myself out. Fuck it. <laughs> At this point, I guess I deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last new trick you learned? Switch it with Hill 5 Or another trick that I did was the switch back crook, switch hill flip out. I mean, uh, switch back crook, fakie hill flip out. I'm tripping. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. You're on your Carl Watson these days, eh? Dream job after skating. I guess just owning real estate and just investing right so I don't have to. I don't want to work. There you go. Smart. Favorite local brand? Ooh, IOP. <laughs> it's about to be Who Cares. That's going to be a, a big brand soon. Just keep your eyes peeled. Who cares? Will do. Favorite local skater? Kev Billiou. Favorite teammate ever? Kevin Billiou. <laughs> <laughs> Worst teammate ever? Uh, we need to, to roll up more. <laughs> Grady Smith. You need to roll up more, bro. Them skimp ass fucking splits. <laughs> <laughs> Worst company. Worst company? Fuck. Like rip and dip or like <laughs> any of that like weirdo shit, bro. Like don't nobody wanna walk around like bro like, like I don't know, that whole fucking vibe of like I'm a stoner skateboarder. Like, fuck that shit, bro. That shit whack as fuck. You look like a stupid ass. Like, get, get your bread up. Act smarter. Be better. Worst trend. Skin tight jeans. Even though like I did that shit at one point. It's cool. I admit it because all the kids doing it now, and like, I was doing that shit before it was cool. Like when you was when you a jerk was like. Still not even around yet. Like I'm talking Chris Cole ride the sky. Like I was hyped <laughs> off that shit. But we could leave that in the past and we not gonna bring that back. <laughs> Worst style. I don't know. Anybody that only skates skate parks. That shit boring as fuck. <laughs> I don't know. If you skate the skate park only and you don't skate street, don't fuck with me. <laughs> like go skate street first and then you can say whatever the fuck you gotta say about me. Cause like I ain't had no skate park growing up. So to have a perfect skate park and then to be on some weirdo shit and not know how to say hi to people, bro, like that whole mentality of a skate park shit is whack to me. Like go out and learn how to speak to people, say hi to people, you know what I'm saying? It's a plaza mentality. Clean up after yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of rules out here to the streets that people don't understand. It's like all the, the these rules are in place to keep the session going for numerous generations. You know what I'm saying? We don't have no skate park. We go bullshit around and, and leave mm -hmm. trash everywhere, graffiti everywhere. Like, you got to take care of your shit. Anybody that's out there on some weirdo skate park mentality only, get the fuck out of here. Last person you want on the sesh? Last person I want on the session is fucking anybody in a bad mood. Because I know when I'm in a bad mood, I go home. <laughs> you in a bad mood, go home. Don't try skate. <laughs> Because you're going to make everybody else mad. Hell yeah. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up our interview. Man, thank you again for taking uh, some time to sit down with us. Yeah, anytime. Thanks for having me. And shout out Chris Follow because he's the secret. And if y'all don't know about him, 
Hopefully y'all will soon. He's one of the best skateboarders from our area. Like a lot of people don't know about him. Big ups, man. Hell yeah. Thanks, G. Yeah, thank y'all. Don't fuck it! You are now tuned into the post office brought to you by our good friends over at Dickies quality workwear since 1922 the toughest gear from the workplace to the streets and you know we keep it in the streets ghost well mostly like skate parks that are kind of street hey we'll get into that later who we got up first man you've got mail oh none other than my little brother johnny purcell let's see what this fool has to say Long time no see, boys. Congratulations to you both, Donovan, for having your first child. Safa for finally front feebling a park rail. What? I'm proud of both of you. <laughs> Bro, let me just, before I move on, like, you're a young buck. You weren't around in my young days, fool. I remember, I've told this before. Uh, remember Dono at one of those old Am Getting Paids? Manny Santiago nicknamed me Frontside Feeble Guy. <laughs> Because I just front-feebled every rail in the damn park. So, Johnny, fucking get your facts straight out here. Anyways, my question is regarding the statute of limitations on a bunt. I recently went back and did a trick that I had an unlanded bunter photo of nine years ago. In this case, does going back and doing the trick undo any amount of bunting? Or is there a statute of limitations on a bunt? For instance... If there was a statute of limitations, that would mean I still bunted that trick even though I went back years later. I think it's eight years retroactively collecting taxes. Should we assume the same time frame for getting a trick without it being a bunt? Would love your input on this important question. Keep your sticks on the ice. Cheers, Johnny. So I think there's a little bit of confusion around what a bunt is. You know, we've tried to explain it multiple times. But I think the fact that if you had a photo on it and if the photo was run or not, if you were able to get the photo, it, I don't think it was a bunt to begin with, was it? Yeah, like I wouldn't... A, a bunt is like kind of... But we, the term can be used loosely. It's like, oh, did you get that crook down Skydome? And maybe you came closer and you're just like, ah, no, I bunted. Like, it just didn't happen. But like a traditional, oh, like bunt. you could grind the whole thing. Yeah, and yeah. Jump off. But yeah. If you came close back in the day, that's not really considered a bunt. It's more a bunt is more extreme. Like you claim Crooks Skydome 13, and you show up and just like flail down the stairs once, and you never really had a chance to land it. So it would all depend yeah. on how close you came back in the day. But regardless, that's a good question because let's say he he didn't have the skill to do it back in the day and fully bunted. But then obviously he's way better now. Goes back and gets it. That's interesting. Well, then I don't think there's any time frame, man. You go back and get your shit whenever you want. The older you get, the harder it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to... I wonder what he's talking about. I know. Send us the clip, fool. Switch heel back lip. But... <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that it was a bunt for eight years, though. But the final ruling... <laughs> Is is it's no longer a bunt. I've got a couple unlanded photos that I want to finish. Uh, neither of them were bunts, though. I came close. So it just depends how how close you actually came back in the day. 
So the ruling is, if he lands it, it's no longer a bunt. It's no longer a bunt, man. You fucking, you did the time, you did the crime, and then you fucking got absolved. Good for you, buddy. There you go. Yeah. Kept his stick on the ice. <laughs> All right, next up, we've got an email from MaxiPad. Yo, Bunt Gang, day one listener here. I've recently converted all of my homies to the Bunt Life, and I'm happy to report that they're all significantly doper since they gave up a certain buster-ass excuse of a rival skate pod. Imagine making a separate podcast for shit-talking and still not talking any shit. Miss me with that. Anyways, now that the Bunt is part of my group's everyday life, they're all starting to pick up on certain phrases. Most notably, of pain or of sin. Since I'm sure I'm not the only one that's curious, can you two explain that slang so that my bros and I don't use them improperly? Want to do justice to my bros up north. Much love. Well, basically, shout out to... Actually, you know what? I don't know who the OG OG is of that shit, but once you start saying that, it's hard to stop. <laughs> All I know is the, the Montreal homies started that as far as i'm concerned or as far as i know uh dime homies mitch really got me on that shit um it's it's big over there you know what i'm saying but i use it just when i'm trying to exaggerate something doesn't matter what it is like if i just want to put a little emphasis on what i'm saying or something that i'm describing it was of sin of pain whatever say whatever you want of whatever the fuck yo have fun with it all right next up we got a voice note from lucas ott hey what's up bunt i'm calling in from wisconsin um you might have already been asked this question but if you were gonna start a team whether it was board shoes whatever um what would you start? What would you name it? And then who would you put on the team? And uh, also, anyone out there in America over 18, please, for the love of God, vote. All right, peace. Yo, Lucas, thanks for the voice note. Definitely get out there and vote, people. Hell yes. Um, as far as starting a skate team, hmm. Mm. That's tough, man. I'd probably... I'd probably do something like clothes or grip tape or hardware because then <laughs> you just don't step on as many people's toes when you're putting your team together. You know what I'm saying? Like doing a hardware company, look how massive they are. Diamond, Shake Junt, and you can just grab the cream of the crop, fucking Hardy's Hardware. Bro, that... Dude, you're forgetting the great hardware company from... From the north, of man. course, blue collar. I was about to get there. You know, <laughs> shout out to Weary and Lowry, fucking legends. Blue collar all day, but yeah, I don't know something, some sort of company where because boards and shoes, it's just you're gonna end up stepping on toes trying to get riders. So something where it's like, fuck, I don't even know. Start a fucking pizza shop, like maker, and then you could just pick anyone in the goddamn world. You know what I'm saying? But and then you're selling shit to not skaters too, which is always a better yeah a better idea. What would we call it? That's a great question. Now we're saving a new name for something else, so don't give away any ideas. But who's the skater? Who's your, who are you starting the team with? Uh, and you're starting a hardware company, and who who's the the keynote rider? I'd probably go like Jack O'Grady, Ashad Ware, 
Mason Silva. What is a dream team? Huh? You're building a hardware dream team. Yeah. Uh, our boy Mason. And let's just throw Stefan Boca on there just for shits and giggles. T dot up and coming. You know what I'm saying? It's a big hardware. Oh, and, and Will. Will Marsh, because love, love me some Will. I might have to go with a board company just because in the long run, I'd like to have some boards as well. <laughs> you know, it would be nice to have a few extra decks lying around. And then if I had to pick one skater. Oh, man, it's got to be Yalda Hallberg, man. Oh, hell they yeah. say the cap's going to end on Polar after 10 years. It's been 10 plus. You know, if anything ever happened to Polar, I'm going looking for my boy. Oh, yeah, obviously, uh, I forgot to say steal Bobby, too, for my team. He can't be on yours. All right, next up, we've got an email from Manny Rare. What's good, my Gs? This is Manny from northern Alberta. It's hella cold outside, and I've been listening to the podcast daily. My girl even let me whip into my local town listening to the GOAT Will Marsh's episode in my Lincoln Navigator. Sorry about my quick flicks. Anyway, since I can't really skate, I got a couple quick questions. Seifa, what's the key to the proper switch flips? Well, I'm not the best person to ask because Dono's thing is switch flips and nollie flips. So maybe you want to take that one. But if, in my opinion, it's all about flick, Deggy. Simple. Let that front foot fly, man. And keep doing it over until it's not a rocket. Next up, D Jones. How's the new chapter as a dad, homie? Big ups. The new chapter is good, man. It's uh, it's tiring, dog. Let me tell you that. You definitely don't sleep much. And my final question, how can I come up in the skate industry from a small-ass town without fucking up my childhood dream? Much love, boys. Shout-outs to my late dad, Bruce, for getting me into skating as a kid. Yo, shouts to your pops, man. Sorry to hear that. But, I mean, you can come up in the skate industry from any town out there. Eventually, you may want to move into a bit of a bigger city, but people are doing it from their hometowns every day, man. Yeah, just look at the Smith, yo. Our boy Morgan. Fucking, I mean, luckily he lived close enough to Toronto, but out there in in Markham, Unionville, fucking missioning downtown every weekend like a boss and just putting down hammers, man. You can do it from wherever these days. And good luck to you. All right, next up, we got an email from Sus Pat. Watching some bunt part reviews. When I saw Seifa slam into the taxi in the intro, I was geeking for like 10 minutes straight, replaying it. Where can the people find the full clip? Also, who were the bake spotters? Throw them under the bus. Fucking bastards. Oh. oh. What was the aftermath of that? And I finally know it's been brought up. But when can we see Nova Scotian interview? When can we see a Nova Scotian interview? Maybe the Canadian Mark Suchu, Xander Mitchell, the most underrated skater, or a fellow switch trader, Nate Oliver, for the people. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get a Nova Scotian on one of these days. But yeah, as far as East Coast legends, I know he lives in Montreal right now. We got to get McGraw on one of these days. The, the taxi cab thing, that sucked, but I, I'm not blaming the spotters. I never have. They they didn't give me the go-ahead, and security was there, so I barged it. It was my own decision, and I landed the most rocket switch heel of all time, 
and then my back was fucking dust for a couple weeks after that gave me problems for a long time but that was on me not the spotters but shouts to some good memories overall show so to nate oliver man interview request the god yo does a lot of work here behind the scenes he's gonna be happy to hear that yeah nate was good bro hey switchback tail recognize bunt <laughs> all right next up we got an email from riley davis yo what is up the bunt the name's piley how's covid treating your beer gut with them fucking green cans i got some questions for you one, where the fuck is the Lucas Puig app? I've been a Puig fan since Skate It for the Wii. Man, we would love to have Lucas Puig on here, obviously. He's at the top of the list, and in due time, I believe we can make it happen, man. I believe it'll happen. Yeah, me and him can chop it up in French, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. See that switchback tail he posted today? Uh, I saw one of the attempts, and then my... Uh ADD just didn't have the patience to watch the full clip. Question number two, favorite Vancouver spot? Damn, that's tough. Vancouver is not the greatest for skating. Oh, you know what spot's dope though? The I don't know what the real the name of it is, but there's like a Manny pad. Like you know how we used to have the TD Step Up Manny? Oh yeah, EA Sports. Yeah, they got the EA Sports little gap to Manny. It's pretty perfect. It's a bust, but. Uh, a couple memorable ones trap nolly big spin heel switch manny front one russ millie in a wee se ad switch trade manny and of course shout out to mike vince switch 180 nose manny front shove i believe or am i tripping but I think sounds he, like a mike vince trick yeah clean as if i remember that correctly i thought we were gonna pick one that we skated you just picked one that you like seeing on film yeah i tried to skate it i got kicked out right away it's just a because, yo, Vancouver's ground is so rough. I was just thinking of, like, an easy spot. There's definitely... That was the first thing off top. Obviously, shout out Mitch for un top. uncapping the... Uh, the I'll brick. have to go with new spot. Classic. Easy. Everything looks good there. Favorite Vancouver trick of all time. Wade D. Very old heel, man. Yeah, that was clean. The ground's all fucked up. I think Mitch fixed that spot, too, though. All I know is Vancouver... Better put some respect on Mitch's name for fucking bringing these spots back from the dead. And last, if you could have one skater's pop, one skater's flick, one skater's catch, who would it be, Ghost? Pop? Let me go Tiago, because not only does he have massive pop, but there's people that just have big ollies and 180s. He's got big everything. Mm -hmm. And flick, um, just because we were just talking about him. Austin Gillette. He's got a pretty mean flick on every trick he does. All stances. And catch. Um, I don't know. Fuck. Brian Herman. He catches everything pretty fucking bolts. <laughs> a random one. And he, and he wraps it up with also fuck it while I'm here. Does T-Dot... Also fuck it while I'm here. Does T-Dot hate skating as much as Van does? Everything in their dog is capped here unless you got stair game. The ledge life is lacking. Nah, I'd say it's not quite as bad as Vancouver. It's not much better. Like, a lot of our OG money spots are, are capped to shit, but Vancouver's on another level with that shit. All right, next up, we got an email from Greg Sudzik. Oh, shit. Okay, homie's working on a full length. He sent us the link. Premiering October 17th. Oh, shit, that shit already premiered. Hope it popped off, homie. 
The video is called Burden, so people keep your eyes peeled for that one. Question. What's your favorite or funniest memory of Canadian legend Wade D? Shout out to Premier Skate Shop and Social Burden. Favorite or funniest memory of Wade D? Well, we've both had the pleasure of going on trips with him, spending a lot of time skating with him. I'm sure there are some drunken memories that Wade would rather us keep under wraps, like Maybe the time he fought six-year-old after Simon's wedding when everyone told him it was a bad idea, but <laughs> he did it anyways. <laughs> or maybe some times he lost his temper playing hockey. There's been a few of those. But it's more good than bad. Wade D scored some timely goals for our men's league hockey team, and I'll leave it at that. Clutch scorer when you need him, man. Ain't that the truth, eh? Let me think here. Oh, a, a fun one was we went to pick him up one time in Ottawa and we we're about to drive to Montreal and he was still on DGK at the time and we pulled up to his uh, dirty ghetto, nice ass crib in the suburbs. <laughs> uh, I had to snap a pic of him in front of his house, all fresh, fucking beautiful neighborhood. I was like, man, this, this guy's really dirty and ghetto, ain't he? No, I'm just that, kidding. That cul-de-sac sounds rough. Man. <laughs> it's all love. Shouts to Brother Diz. All right, next up, we got an email from Willie G. Good day, dudes. Loving the new series. Stoked you got another UK guest on, too. Was just wondering if you have ever experienced anyone to have a full name as a trick. The reason I ask is one of my best mates is named Ollie Smith. Damn. I can't think of one, man. No, we got the Smith, but first name oh, yeah. Morgan. That's about yeah, it. That's about it, I guess. Ollie well, Smith, yo. My middle name switched Trey, but that doesn't count, does it? Mm, I beg to differ. <laughs> Switch Troy. Yeah. No, Ollie Smith, though. Shout out to your boy. <laughs> What's such a Next tech episode. trick? Ollie to Smith. <laughs> I'll roast the guy. <clears throat> All right, next up, we got an email from Travis Wagner. Hey, Bunt Gang. I've been a fan for a few years now. Thank you for the great content. My question is, what is an NBD or a trick you have seen done but not done right that you would like to see? And do you have a person in mind you would want to do it? My example... I would love to see a front blunt impossible to forward. I think Sean Pablo could make that look great. Or I'd love to see Dylan Ooh. do an impossible nose blunt slide to forward on a table. If you have any ideas, I'd love to hear them. Thanks for all you guys do. I can't wait for the new merch to drop. You guys are the best. Thanks. Oh, man knows the new merch is coming soon. Travis Wagner, dog. Hmm. MBD, say. I'm sure you are someone that likes to pick tricks for people. I'm sure this is right up your alley. You'd be a great skate coach for someone who couldn't coach themselves. If that was the thing, eh? Oh, yeah, actually, getting the big bucks. No, our boy is a skate coach. Fucking Sleepy Hollow. Who's that? Kenny Reed. Oh, uh, why is he Sleepy Hollow? Didn't he grow up in like Ichabod Crane Town oh, or some yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
like this one's probably not nbd but it's hard to think of something like that just right off top a perfectly balanced switch flip back nose grind fakey flip out on a ledge <laughs> would be cool <laughs> uh, i don't know there's no way that's nbd though fuck i don't know man my brain's not working today dream trick man this is something that i would like to see myself do half cap flip nose manny <laughs> that's it that's plain and simple man i ain't got time to be thinking about other people doing tricks man i gotta worry about my own i guess yeah real what's shit. a dream trick for yourself i got plenty of those man <laughs> switch <laughs> switch flip front nose grind Fakey flip, switch back nose grind, front side half cab. I don't know, I could go on for days. Fucking, I guess I can't go on for days. I would actually like to do the Nolly 180 flip, fakey Manny, more than half cab flip nose Manny, actually. I take it back. True. Any Nolly 180 flip into a Manny, that'd be prime. Yeah, uh, fuck. I've done it to switch Manny, but to switch nose Manny is too scary. I always think oh, I'm going to hurt my ankle if I try that. I've tried it. It's, it's tough. And last but not least, we have an email from Jimmy Hilchi. All right, boys. Local listener here from just outside Toronto. But recently got on the move of straight binging the bunt. Been keeping me sane from my commute from Oakville to Toronto and back and forth every goddamn day. Just to make shit interesting, I want to hear a trick that both Dono and Seifa have both tried to cop together but could never quite get. And I hope to see it from one of you foos. Much love. Keep killing the pod. Respects. Still. Yeah, we were actually talking the other day about a trick that both of us have thought of that we've wanted to do, but neither of us have. It's the fakey burial flip switch Manny. Oh, yeah. That would be a nice one. Is there ever one that we both tried and couldn't do? That's such a weird thing. Usually two people don't try the same shit except in this interview jamir had that hilarious switch tray story yeah maybe when we were kids like front board a handrail back when like everyone would just front board the same rail and then backboard the yeah. same rail <laughs> uh i think fakey burial flip switch manny's a good one we'll keep you updated see who learns it first but when i try it it fucking like hurts my ankle every time to flick it hurts your front ankle. A trash I'm ass just worried front ankle. that it will like over rotate and it won't go fakey. Fakey vario is a hard one to keep controlled. It's so fucking annoying because you think you're like, yo, maybe I should just do fakey tray. And then you try fakey tray and you're like, nope, back to the fakey vario. Yeah, because it's harder to pop the fakey tray. Yeah. Unless it's up a curb. But I tried fakey tray on T Fox and Van, which is a curb, and even that was too <laughs> tall for me. <laughs> You know what is the perfect spot is those colorful manis in Paris where the manual pad is actually like a centimeter high. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm going to do that, it needs to be on like really smooth kind of slippery ground too. Because I find like if the ground's sticky, that's what my foot catches when I try to flick and it like hurts so much. Fuck, I hate my ankles. All right, y'all, that's going to wrap up the post office for this week. Get your emails and voice notes into thebuntlive at gmail.com. We'll get to them next week, y'all.
This is The Rundown, the skateboard world source for sports, brought to you by the one and only Canada's premium pilsner, Steam Whistle, the only buzz. Now that we got basketball and hockey all wrapped up, I think it's the World Series or something in that other sport, but we won't get to that. It's all football and it's all the time. And one of our favorite fantasy players from years past has had a little bit of a rough run the last couple years. Is up and running again. Lev Bell has found himself a new home. It's unfortunate to be a Clyde Edwards Alaire owner like I am. But for sheer satisfaction of Lev Bell's career, he's back and it couldn't be a better landing spot for him. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. He could be a dud, but uh, if they're going to continue to not give CEH rushing attempts like inside the five, then uh, maybe that's where Love Bell steps in. But I don't know. That's a wait and see for me for sure. But if anything, I'm just happy Love's going to a winning team. I felt horrible for him. He obviously went for money over wins. And I know when you're making those decisions, your ego as a competitor is always like, oh, I'll be able to make the Jets better. But let's be real. That's uh, that's next to impossible. So happy for Lev. I hope he gets some touches. And I hope he fucking gets a Super Bowl ring, man. What I think we're looking at here is a 60-40 split for Clyde Edwards-Alaire. But if you had to pick one to have on your team... Say you're going into championship week. It's week 16. You own them both. You got one spot left on your team. Who's getting the spot? Not having well, seen anything. You not, don't know anything. Not having seen anything. I think I still got to go with Clyde. Just because he's been pretty fucking good. Like His yards per carry is not bad. It's pretty good. He's just having a hard time finding the end zone. But those are kind of the worst situations where it's like they can use Clyde to get up the field and then bring in Lev to fucking punch it in. Like, that just sucks for both players. Like, there's nothing worse than a Jordan Howard, and I'm glad Miami's not playing him anymore. But, like, through the first three or four weeks, he was averaging, I think, under one yard per carry. But he had, like, three or four touchdowns, so he was, like, somehow relevant. Hate that shit. But I'm excited to see how they split this up and... I'm just happy for Le'Veon, but I would still go CEH if it was week 16, having seen The funny nothing. thing is that if that's a scenario, then ain't a damn thing changed for CEH anyways. That's what he's doing already. Yeah. If someone's coming in to get the goal line carries and some work on third down, they're already doing that to him. Yeah, that's true. Like, we just watched it happen again on Monday night. Like, they're not using CEH to get touchdowns. They're not using him in third down most of the time anyways. So if you're just looking to get a clean, like, whatever, 70 to the max what we saw on Monday night was like 160 all-purpose yards, then CH is still the guy. It will be crazy, though, because Lev Bell in Pittsburgh was a different human, man. You don't see many humans like that. And even if he has a little bit of that left and he can completely take over that backfield, an already stacked team just got more stacked. Yeah, I don't see him completely taking over because CEH no is a right? little beast. Yeah, but yeah he's your first-round draft pick. Lev Bell hasn't rushed for more than 19 yards in like three years or something crazy. So we'll I see what he's... Uh, one gain of 19 yards. 
yeah we'll we'll see uh what he's got left in the tank i hope he's still i hope he's still got it for real man because if right. if that last good season in pittsburgh is the last he gets like on his highlight reel like that's just sad man he he tried to play the holdout game and i hate how it panned out but i'm glad he got his money as a human yeah he did and now he's getting a little bit more money so speaking of kansas city they just played buffalo and all the talk for the first couple weeks was there was an mvp candidate coming out of the buffalo bills after josh allen absolutely tore up the jets and the miami dolphins <laughs> and in back-to-back weeks and most notably in primetime games where we know josh allen can't get it done where he's got a little bit of andy dalton in him when the lights are bright and there ain't 14 other teams playing at one o'clock on monday josh just can't seem to get it done man yeah i mean i feel like he looked he looked real good you know he threw some bullets through some nice tds but i mean i i was i don't know i want to not sound like i fucking think i'm a genius but like i just didn't believe in it i, I kind of saw this coming like it was like dallas last year they went three and oh against like the absolute worst teams slaughtered them and everyone was like oh dallas dallas this dallas that and then they proceeded to be mediocre at best the rest of the season now i think the bills are going to be better than dallas was last year when the season said and done but um that mvp talk was classic like week three premature shit that's exactly it i think this is less about the bills being a dominant and good team which we know they are and more about josh allen is not the mvp and he's not close yeah he ain't, he ain't the mvp also i think their defense hasn't been it's gotten a bit worse as good as uh, advertised before the season started yeah so you know i love doing this to you man it's always i gotta make you pick between one or the other you're starting a franchise you get josh allen or you get ryan Tannehill. oh who's it gonna be man oh that's tough that is tough Yo, Tannehill is on one this year, man. Absolutely, but Tannehill's in a really good spot. He's rolling with King Henry. Fuck. That's tough. (laughs) Like, I want to say Josh Allen. But Tannehill's been so good since he took over last year. Like, actually, (laughs) unbelievable. He's been a top five quarterback. And yo, AJ Brown. Oh my God, man! This guy didn't miss a step taking those weeks off. He's an nope. absolute stud still. Um, fuck, I'm I'm gonna go with Josh Allen. Like, he, he's he, he's younger. He's got plenty of time to fucking get better. Tannehill's kind of been around the block and has a, a awesome story. But if I'm starting a franchise, I'm gonna go Josh Allen. All right, <clears throat> you. Big choice. Yeah, I haven't thought about it. I just wanted to hear your answer. I mean, obviously, like right now, sitting in this position, I would say Ryan Tannehill is the better quarterback. He can manage the game, less turnovers, better accuracy. Josh Allen has a hard time hitting wide open wide receivers. But like you said, younger, way more athleticism, room to grow. I think we're seeing the height of what Ryan Tannehill is right now. Like, yeah. this is the best Ryan Tannehill we're ever going to see. Yeah. And 
I think Josh Allen's ceiling is a little bit higher if he can work on his accuracy. Yo, that's a great point. Last but not least, one more topic before we wrap this up, man. We're all fantasy football owners. Everyone listening to the pod this late. <laughs> We're in like, what, the second hour maybe? You got to own a fantasy football team to listen to, to be listening to us talk right now. Give me your trade target heading into week seven. It's week seven, right? Yeah, this week seven. This is the halfway point of the of the season. Who are you targeting on all your teams? One guy. Uh, you know who who I, I miss and I love so much is my main man, Devontae Adams. If I could get him a piece. on any one of my teams, his buy went by. He had a bad first week back, 61 yards, I believe. So he's a possible buy low if, if the Devontae Adams uh, fantasy manager is not doing well and they're looking for a two for one or something and you're, you know, four and two, five and one, whatever. Uh, I think, yeah, he's a, he's a nice buy low. I mean, you're still going to have to pay up, but... Yo, he's smooth as they come, man, and I think him and Aaron are going to get right back on pace uh, for big things starting week seven. I think now is a really good time to do that after the loss to Tampa Bay. You've seen that Devontae's healthy, didn't have a huge game. Aaron Rodgers had a really bad game, mostly because of that touchdown celebration he did. He deserved it. <laughs> um, I'm all about the running backs right now. My wide receivers and my teams look okay, but I... I'm desperate for some RBs. I'm trying to get Ronald Jones, man. Damn. I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be consistent. I think Tom Brady wants to throw the ball a little bit less, and he's he's using Ronald Jones a lot, and it's open for him. I just Joel owns him in one league. Ben Davis owns him in the other. Did you I drop him? Ronald Jones. Yeah, those two. Yeah, don't, I had to. Those two don't trade. Yeah, I had, to, I had to drop Ronald Jones. He's been a roller coaster of a ride just to monitor because I was drafting him in the fifth round and like all my mocks and then the Fournette signing. I was like, fuck that. And then Fournette's been injured and he's been amazing. So it's tough because once Fournette's back, who the fuck knows what's going to happen. But yeah, I wouldn't mind acquiring him too in the bunt league just because I fucking just traded Camara for fuck's sakes to save my season but anyways go get your Ronald Jones and your Devontae Adams last one no explanation needed Mike Evans or Ronald Jones oh. <laughs> yo Mike Evans is the ultimate sell high and unfortunately the window <laughs> might have just passed because so it's a Rojo vibe bruv I gotta go Rojo, man. Mike Evans, like, I, what do you have? Four or five or six touchdowns or something insane? This yeah. guy's yardage is shit. I think he had two 100 yard games when Godwin was out, but um, man's like Ben D were just surviving on one yard touchdowns. Like, yep, that's not sustainable. Ultimate nope. sell high, and you the window may have just closed after that. What do you have? That's a big yards? name sell high. Yeah. I'd be trying to. I would have been trying to trade him since Ronald week one, Jones, man. Doc. Ah, I love you, Doc. All <laughs> right, y'all. That's gonna wrap up this week's episode of the Bunt. Safer, take us out of here. Uh, peace out, y'all. <laughs>